It's life on life's terms. Alright, here we are once again, the Life on Life's Terms for Podcast. I'm Tom Robinson, uh, addict in recovery, and uh, this is a recovery podcast. And we are not affiliated with any 12-step program, although we do advocate them. We, we uh, have benefited from them. <laughs> yes. yes, we have. Great. Uh, I'm Chris Mandeville. I'm a heroin addict in recovery. Um, we are here at a New Way Recovery Center in Quincy, Mass. on Quincy Ave. Uh, lots of resources here. Um, if you're in the social area, Quincy area, uh, you're in recovery, like they have computers you can use. They have meetings here all day. They post what's on, what the meeting is every day. Um, they have several. Uh, you can check out their website as well. Um, I think it's a new way, recoverycenter.com. I am Anthony Fitzmaurice. I'm an alcoholic, a recovered alcoholic from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Thanks for coming, Anthony. Uh, I just want to say a few things uh, before we get started here. Um, I'd like to dedicate this podcast podcast to my uh, to my good friend Todd, who passed away last week. Um, he was a he was a great guy. He had at one point he had I think ten years mm-hmm. sobriety. Um, he had fought with alcohol for years and years and years and. Um, Sound. I I just heard the story, but it sounded to me like he froze to death outside on Monday night. It was like sixteen degrees. He, he was uh, outside. Uh, he was staying at a hotel, but it sounded like somehow he ended up out in front of a Seven Eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, was a great friend of mine, and actually he was uh, someone who was going to start. I was going to do this podcast with uh, originally. I waited for him, but two years, he couldn't get his uh, self together. So I asked Chris. Um, but, uh, he was a really good soul. It's, it's, it's a shame. It's such a shame. Uh, it's, you know, you don't know if you get, if you can come back, you know, you just yeah. don't know if you get another, 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 uh, run in you cause it might be the last. Right. And when you explained that to me that he was sitting out in front of a Seven Eleven that was open, that people were walking by him all right. night. Yeah. And he froze to death, like no, that's it, that's that's what I surmise from that, the story that I was that told. blows my mind because like this. Well, but but for the grace of God, right? You know? I, I just can't. Compassion and and empathy and has like gone by the wayside um, for the most part. Yeah. Um, you know, I I see a lot of you know tragedies happening and people are all about hitting the record button rather than reaching out and and, and helping someone right. you know they want likes yeah. and views and and uh you know it's just it's pretty sad oh no, so today's existence is pretty superficial right you know, um you know thank you god that uh you know my eyes were open to something different you know the fact that we are all spiritual beings living a human existence you know and when, when mm. you suffer from you know uh you know that human existence you know you 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 just don't you know you don't look at things uh, from the right perspective you know right um, I can't imagine myself um, not reaching out you know at this point in my life I can't say that in certain points of my life that I, I might have been the person that walked right by right you know and and I I can say the same um, but not today I wouldn't you know absolutely not it it occurs to me and you know I've been working this thought through my head um, it occurs to me that like. When you're using like that, so heavy, uh, and it's not like for a celebration or or anything like that, it's like giving away a chunk Mm. of time of your life, Mm. your life force. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, um, it's like so useless. You know what I mean? You're not learning. You're not growing as a as a spirit, spiritual being. You're, You're just giving that time away. It's like. Right. Wasted. Yeah, and it, it sounds it sounds 
so superficial to say, oh, it's a waste of time. It's it's not quite what I mean. It's more than that. It's 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 like giving away. Like our life is precious. Right. We have uh, only so much time here in this world, mm-hmm. and um, you know, you give. You give give that time away, but it's like you're not going to really remember that much. You weren't yourself during that time period, and especially when you're wrapped in a heavy addiction of daily use, mm. you're just yeah. you're giving years of your life away, and you don't remember it. It's just the chase is on, and it it's not it's, fun. It's Groundhog Day. It's all maintenance. Exactly. You know, by that point, it's all maintenance yep. because you are so helpless and hopeless. You know that you don't feel as though that there is a solution. You know, to this internal problem. You know, uh, I know for myself, it was, uh, you know, the last five years, you know, um, you know, of my using, I was in that helpless state, you know, that hopeless state. Like, I didn't feel as though that anything could turn me around. And, like, you know, there comes a point in time where it's just maintenance because it doesn't work anymore. Right. It doesn't uh, for, give you that for freedom. It doesn't give for you that years. feeling that you. You know, okay, I, I'm good now. You know, it just numbed you. It, it it just shut things down. It slowed life down enough that you could exist. You know, and that's what I was doing. I was living in existence. I yep. was li- I was not living a life. Every day for me was getting off E, and that was it. Amen. Yeah. That was it. I Push didn't get high. The, I didn't get high for years. Push away the sickness and the, all the impending doom. Yeah, for yeah, a little for, while. for a little while. Yeah. And then it was like, all right, I get off E now. All right, I, I I know I'm going to be okay with that for a while, but now I need I need to feel something, so uh, I, I'd go and find something else to do. You well, know yeah. what I mean? Here's the thing: I, I I was thinking about this earlier, and it was like that the euphoria that I chased with with booze and drugs. Like my my primary drugs were it was whiskey and cocaine. You know, those were my two first loves. You know, when um, you know, I chased that, and I was always chasing this experience, this next experience, this next high. How high do I need to get? How do I need to formulate the right fucking potion to get me to this spiritual plane that I'm always chasing? Not knowing that if I just turn my will and life over to the care of God, that I could reach that level. If if I did some self-care, if I turned it around, and I took the same passion I had about, you know, copping a bag or, or getting a bottle, you know, like I chase mm. my spiritual content on a daily basis, just just like we were talking about that fix, yeah. you know, and that euphoric feeling, you know, and, and, and I get it freely. I get it freely from turning my will over to God, you know, being of service to others and carry, carrying a message, you know. Dude, I went through, I'm, not to change the subject, but it, you made me remem- remember a little period of time I went through where I was into like uh, cognac or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Right, so I'd get a snifter. I'd go into a bathroom of a bar. I'd shoot heroin with a fucking needle I used like ten times, <laughs> and then I'd come out and <coughs> sip on cognac from a snifter. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't even. I couldn't even say cognac. Oh. What's that cognac so stuff? That, give me that cognac. Well, that, Hennessy. That? That's cognac, right? Oh, that was what yeah. I was drinking. Yeah. Hennessy. Double Hennessy. I, I, I remember. Not, not I remember my, Plymouth. I, I don't want to blow the spot up, but I, I was I was in an institution. I was in an institution. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, on vacation. And, yeah, and, yeah, and I vacationed in Plymouth. And one of the, one of the kids <laughs> one of the kids there was like walking around with a bottle of Hennessy in his pocket. Really, like a, in the in the Hennessy bottle. Like <laughs> wow. <laughs> and Jeez. that's all I'll say about that. Yeah. No, that's that superficial existence. You know, I mean, the ch- t- turning it around. Right. Where did it start? It started, it started, I, w- I was a young kid who um, lived in fear of everything. I uh, was taught to be ashamed by my actions, the things I said, if I didn't line up with what society said was okay, mm. all right? You know, like, I-, I was signed up for a bunch of stuff far before I ever made a conscious decision that I didn't agree with, that I didn't know that I had a choice you know, in the matter, you know, and what, what, what kind of stuff? What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, just in general, like when you grow up, listen, I grew up in a, you know, the, the traditional Irish home. So it was like, you're a Catholic. Okay. Yeah. Right. I yeah. didn't have a choice. You got CCD. I, I told, dude, you, exactly. you got, you got four o'clock mass on Saturday. And if you don't make it to four o'clock mass on Saturday, you're going early on Sunday. Right. And you're possibly going to go to hell. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. You know, like, and, and this is the difference between what, what I knew and what I know. 
Like, these are things that were told to me. Like, listen, kid, you're a Catholic, okay? You're not smart enough to really do anything, so you're going to learn to work with your hands, you know? You're a bit is of a pain the way, in the Is that the way? Did someone say that to you? You know, listen, words don't need to be spoke. You know, oh, like, right. That's I, the it, general it, feeling It's just got. one of yeah. those things yeah. where it's I like, yeah, you. listen, my old man didn't know any better. He was a plumber. His yeah. father was a plumber. Yeah. You're a dumb so, mick, and this is what exactly. you're going to do. Exactly. My, listen, my, don't my drink too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And learn how to work with your hands, and don't cause too much of a mess of your life, kid. And listen, there's two things you should be afraid of, the IRS and, and, and ruining your credit. You know, that was the <laughs> yeah. fatherly advice that I got. Yeah. So as you yeah. can see, more than likely, you, you know that none of those things happened. Yeah. You know? Oh, like, same thing. Like, I remember seven years old, my dad left. Dear Jane letter on the Lazy Susan. Had my mom's name on it. I walked down. I seen it. I gave it to my mom. She opened it up. She cried. Yeah. I said, What's the matter? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. You know? No. And, um, and that was yeah. the thing. Is it, So we're given this proverbial box, right, at birth. We all come out the same way. You know, we, we all come out, you know, naked and speechless, yep. right? So we're all starting on a level playing field. And then all of a sudden people are making decisions for us because, you know, it's like that thing they talk about in Scripture. It's original sin. Like original sin is like it just keeps rolling back. Like my father didn't know what he didn't know because his father didn't know what he didn't know. You know, right. and, and and then th- so that box is just dropped at your feet. And it's like, all right, kid, here you are in a nutshell. Do the best you can with it. You know, and then you go out into the world, mm. you know, and for me, like what I've come to find is that there was this spirit inside of me that it was like got snuffed out. You know, got snuffed out because when we're all kids and we're all, we're all young kids, like we all have these dreams, like we have these imaginations that can can reach far beyond reality, right? Like, and then and then society comes and says like. That's not it. That's not how it works. Go sit in your proper place. Yes. Go oh, sit over I in agree. the corner, Mr. Fitzmaurice. Listen, I just rem- keep your mouth shut. I remember flying spaceships in my half cellar. You Bro. know what I mean? Like Bro. when I was a kid, uh, like the the furnace was was the engine to the spaceship. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? And yeah. like, it, yeah. I don't know when that left. Yeah. You know? Well, you know what? And, and I don't know how much of his, it did it leave or did it get snuffed out? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I look at is that the older you get, the more responsibilities put on your shoulders. And if mm. you come from a house like I did, you know, it was like, you need to do this, this, and this, and don't worry about that. You need to, you know, get good grades. You need to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. And in 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 the midst of that, it was like, you know, like you said, like it's not like, hey, how was your day? You know, yeah, how are you feeling? Yeah. What's going on? You want to sit down Never. and talk? Never. You know, so that vulnerability, that openness was lost. So you mm-hmm. come, you 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 shut off from the world. Like so, you start mm. saying like, all right, I'm supposed to keep this shit inside. I'm not supposed to talk to anybody about this. Right. And 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 I'm going to be the best actor. I can possibly be, you know, and being a kid like myself, like I lived in fear of everything. I was afraid of what you thought of me. I was afraid of what you thought of me. Right. I, you know, I, I yeah, just, and, and I had my coping tools were like. But it, it was mis- never displayed mis- as fear. No. It's like, what would you it, say? It comes out the in fuck? bravado. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Exactly. It comes out like, for me, it was like trying to be the class clown. Yeah. I always want to make people right. laugh because and I'm a people person. So I love people. I've met yeah. so many people that that is their thing, is yeah. comedy, is humor. It's like, and I know that they are fucking dying. Terrified. Dying. Terrified. Look at well, Robin Williams. I co- mean, here's a guy who wore so many masks and he pervade a picture to the world that, like, look at him. He's so funny. And then mm. behind closed doors, he had no one to talk to. Like, he was in recovery while yeah. he was sober yeah. for 25 years. Oh, yeah. he was. You know? And, know and, and then he relapsed. And then he relapsed uh. and he ends up going back to that old you know state of mind right that hopeless helpless alcoholic who who yeah. knows nowhere to turn like i was at the point at the end of my using that that was my option because the booze and the drugs absolutely doing it. i was dead inside i was the walking dead dead asleep 38 I've, years i've been there sober amen i've been there sober like with without doing any work well and this is the difference between sobriety and recovery right see sobriety is abstinence from alcohol right mm-hmm. and you're living like I, it was funny i was at a meeting 
Friday night a couple weeks ago and I'm sitting there and you know it's it's a book meeting a solution meeting and I start talking about like the fourth dimension you know and, and you know through the work that I've done in the spiritual enlightenment that I've gone through and the things that I enrich my spirit with like I have reached that dimension where it's like money doesn't mean nothing to me like wh what means something to me is is doing God's will having peace in my heart and being a loving kind compassionate soul Right. You know mm. what I mean? And being around people who are shooting for the stars. Like, I'm not talking about average. There's no time for average anymore. Mm. Like, um, and, and this cat, like, follows me up with, guy with 20-plus years of sobriety saying, listen, kids, you know, because it was a younger crowd. Listen, kids, the fourth dimension is just, like, paying your bills and showing up for life. Like, so if you can just get that, like, I'm sorry, sir. Like, I wanted to jump out of my skin. I had to call. Oh. I had to call DQ. <laughs> I'm like, buddy. No, like, yeah, the, I can't. The, I, the fourth, rocketing into the fourth dimension is living a life that you've never known. Listen, that's like, called crosstalk, and that's that sucks. Yeah, Dude, that and, person and, obviously. And that's the thing. You got cats out there with you know twenty plus double digits out there not knowing what what that book avails. Right. They think the most important book in a meeting is the meaningless, the meaningless book. book. No. no yeah. Is it important? It's absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. To but the newcomer, that's the first thing you should pick up and you should go to someone mm. who you see, you know, that you feel comfortable with and you should, you know, if you feel comfortable, they'll circle meetings out for you that they think are quality meetings. But the other thing is, is that Alcoholics Anonymous or, you know, most meetings in general, like back in the days when like dudes were recovering masses and I know there was far less people you know at this but you know there might have been a meeting a week but the first thing they did is they got you in the book like a dude would snatch you up take you yep. in a corner within three days the work is done yeah you know and when they say experience strength and hope i believe what bill wilson was trying to get at what was your spiritual experience by following the steps of alcoholics anonymous by going through this book you know where's your strength coming from and what's your hope you know, like my, right, right. if you've had the spiritual experience they talk about in that book, my strength comes from my God and my hope is that you find him. Right. You know what right. I mean? It's, I mean, it, it it says in there that's what the purpose of it is. Yeah, yeah. dude. It's it's yeah. just one of those things where it's, it's, it's a tough pill to swallow. Like right. Being a man of faith and, and, and you know, knowing the things that I know, like uh, having had the experiences in life that I've had, like... There is a fourth dimension. It can be reached. And, and, and if, an, you know, uh, a, a redneck from the sticks like myself can find them, so can't you. Right. You know? Well, it's, right. it's, it's crazy. It's, it's easy to say that, you know, and that, saying that rocketed to, a four, uh, rocketed to another dimension um, can be interpreted in lots of different ways. It's sure. Like people who, you know, and so this is why, you know, some people think that, uh, you know, they want to say stuff like that, but that's that's inappropriate. Uh, oh, you know, in my opinion, to start talking about what somebody else shared and to shooting them down. Listen, let me tell you, I know that's yeah, all yeah. ego, and it's gross. It's it's gross. Well, you know what? And that's where my growth comes from. Right? You know what I mean? People are brought into my life like that to expand me. Exactly. You know, because the old me would have jumped up or taken you aside and been like, "Sir." You know, and we would have had a nice, polite conversation outside. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> but, you know, um, today it's like I sat there and I sat through it. I sat through it and I said, okay, well, knowing what I know and feeling like a feeling, and my spirit is rocketed out of me like I call my trusted friend. And yeah. I'm like, buddy we need to get out there yeah you know what right, i mean right, like right. we need to you know we need to expand and we need to get out there and and, and bring people you know to, to that fourth dimension you know and yeah. and, it, and listen it's one of those things where it's like we talked before when when we were together you know when things didn't come out so clear but it's like i've been in not alcoholics anonymous for 23 years okay and, and i have not done it right you know and alcoholics anonymous has given me hope you know, it gave mm -hmm. me hope. It kept me alive. It planted that mustard seed of hope that I stuck around long enough knowing that people were doing something was happening. And it wasn't happening mm. for me. It was happening for them. And being the good drunk that I was and, and, and having, 
you know, um, a diseased mind, you know, it, that's not in the cards for me. You know, like I was, I was going to end up like your boy. You know what I mean? That was my story. Right. When I right. hear you talk about that and I say, but for the grace of God, I mean it because that's the type of drunk I was. Right. You know, I was the type of guy that went out, you know, I was talking about it with you guys the other night. Like I'd get so drunk and chase cocaine that I'd go to the same guy three times trying to sell the same shirt. And he's, <laughs> he's basically like, dude, get away from where, me. Where and was I'm that? Like, oh, yeah. Where was that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Alamo. You want to go over to Green Street. <laughs> yeah. You know, all right, I'll be right back. You yeah. know, <laughs> <laughs> you know that, those are the options for a guy like me when mm-hmm. we're living with a deceased mind. Because yeah, but I understand that, that Todd, he had uh, he had a lot of clean time. He lived Casillo. Yeah. 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 He was, uh, and, you know, he was an example to us. Uh, me and my cousin, my cousin Ethan got sober, and he was the first one. He's... He was a fence guy like us, and he became ironworker. Oh, shit, I think I know your cousin. Does he live in Plymouth? Yeah. Okay. Or he Got did. you. Ten four. Um, oh, good dude. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it, it just like, it just took him. It just mm-hmm. took him. And that's that's the thing. Like, you, time around here doesn't mean anything. No. It doesn't. That's um, right. I was, thank God, I didn't. Go out. I've been here since I got here, but that doesn't mean that my recovery has been the, the entire length no. of my sobriety. Right. Mm. Not at all. No. I was just abstinent, Correct. running around doing the same old things, right. like still buying stolen shit, <laughs> yeah. like not not thinking about the guy that I'm giving the money to, who's a friend of mine, right. that this money may kill him. Mm-hmm. You know, that, mm. I, I think that way today. Right. I don't, if if I ain't got the money, I don't buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, everybody wants a deal. Like sure. where's Monty Hall? I'll take that deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but at, age, at the expense of, I know people are part of Monty who? Monty, yeah, what? exactly. <laughs> but at the expense of another human mm-hmm. now. That's right. Like, you know, and, and you, you had mentioned spiritual experience. I've had several, mm. you know, I, and and part of this recovery process is to keep those spiritual experiences coming because keep a spirit, they, maintain just, a spiritual condition. Yes, maintain a spiritual condition because like it like it talks about with the you know people that on the boat right. like yeah, well survivor, I think that's that's gonna shipwreck. fade. It's gonna yeah, fade. I've right. had many of them and and and, it, and they faded and they I, fade. I would go back to yeah, you go through the same time person. periods. Yeah, oh, right. and, and you it, get it's, back to work on yourself. You start feeling good again, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you're getting better. You're not getting well. You know, you got better. Like you can stomach a PB and J, and you can get down some Kool Aid. You know what I mean? You can do a couple sit ups and push ups and get a new white tee, and things are well. Oh yeah, and you get yeah, the new yeah, sneakers. Yeah. You're gonna get that fly girl. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, get that yeah. new fitted. Like, listen, like that, <laughs> that whole way of thinking is so, it's so flawed and it's so faulty. Like. For me, it's like lately, it's like step one just 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 sticks out to me because my powerlessness over alcohol and drugs brought me, you know, to the halls. But it's the unmanageability of my mind that brought me to drugs and alcohol. So, like having a spiritual experience, you know, and basically trying to like the the contingents, con, you know, it's mind, body, and soul. You know, and uh, I think so often we work on the mind and the body and we forget about the soul because it's a lot of work and there's some truth involved. Uh, like absolutely. how many of us, like I wasn't ready and willing to give up like certain parts of me when when I came around because it was like, I, I can't tell you the truth because what would you think of me? I can't become vulnerable because this cat over here, you know, because I was always worried about what other people thought. Yeah. Like... Being open and vulnerable on a daily basis, giving my will and life up to the care of God, believing in him, trusting in him. Like, dude, this last year of my life, like, I shit you not, has been the hottest but most blessed year of my life. Right. Like, I have have found recovery, right? I 
on recovery, um, I, I, I left a, a, a relationship that was absolutely toxic, knowingly knowing that I would pay the price, you know, having uh, dealing with a sick person on the other end. Like, oh, yeah. Which, so I knew going into this, like, I, I, I had this moment in time where it was like, I need to lay it all at the foot of the throne. Like, this dude has not let me down up until this point. The only reason why I'm alive is because of him, because there is no explanation on this earth why I'm not a dead man. And yeah, well, he, I, I feel the same way. I, I think about that all the time. Every year that I get, every day, every minute is, is extra mm. on top of what I should have not gotten in this world. I, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that I didn't get what I deserved. Oh, you know, if I, if I, if someone else did the things to me that I did th- to me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. it wouldn't happen. My no, standard of living. cool, man. The, my standard of living, <laughs> I just kept lowering my standard of living. Like, oh, yeah. when I got sober and, and, and went to jail, like, it was a step up from how I lived. Yeah. Like, dude, like I said many times, all I was concerned with is that I didn't have to wear shower shoes anymore to get into a shower. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, if I could just get to a point yeah. where I didn't have to put on flip-flops to get in the shower. Yeah. Those were those were like life goals. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too. So, so there's this setup, too. Like, like, there's the pot, the drugs, the alcohol call it's obvious everybody around you is like dude you're either gonna die or wind up doing fucking stretch yes yeah, you know so yeah. then it's like all right what's the next thing that happens like and nowadays it's like all right good go to a detox get placed in a facility and now it's sober house living and that's all you're getting is sober you right. know um so it's like you know shout out to my boy dq and all the people out there who are bringing the steps bringing the solution to light the people that are like advocating for personal awareness not Mm. like hey i can get you in it because i knew for me like uh when i was in a safe environment like jail was a cool place for me to be because one my mother didn't have to worry if i was dead or alive because she knew i was calling because i need a canteen and then sober house living was the same thing, but right, I had a right. little more of a, I could actually mingle with the people, you know. Right, right. I, and 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 I settled for that. And, and then when you get out, you're not prepared for life. No, you're no. okay. You've got a little bit of time under your belt, as far as. But what work have you actually done? Have Have you got into the book? Mm-hmm. Ha, have you done some work? Like I, I can tell you right now, in 2015, I went to the Anchor House in Plymouth. I love that place. I'll forever be indebted for the people in that place because it forced me to live with 20 other guys. You know, some guys coming straight out of the clink. You yeah. know, some guys were still with a jailhouse attitude. Some guys who actually acted like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, people would walk in there as if, like, someone called them and said, we really need you here, you know? Like, mm. I used to joke with the guys all the time, like, dude, not for one second. Like, I'm, I'm humbled and honored to be here for the simple fact that someone's given me a bed to sleep in, and they're not telling me to get out in the morning. Right. When yeah. they're going to work, they're not, like, like my mother, I remember when I was younger, I'd be like, all right, cool, when you wake up, I'm dropping you off somewhere in a public area. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> You're not hanging here all day. Exactly. Here's $10 <laughs> in a soda, you know? Um, <laughs> um, oh, speaking of the Anchor House, uh, I guess um, Todd's uh, family are asking for donations to the Anchor House in his name for, uh, oh, in honor oh, of his, okay. his death. Beautiful. No, and I, I, like in 2015, that's when like I had so so much opportunities. Like I, I, I didn't, you know, everything had to happen. Like I didn't stay sober, but it started me on a journey of of faith like i got hooked up with new hope church out in plymouth yeah. you know what i mean oh, I, yeah. I i sat and i listened and 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 i felt you know like this this trifecta this this lost thing like re- religion is religion that's not spiritual living those aren't the spiritual teachings of the person that i pray to you know uh the the god that i believe in is a loving caring kind god like i kind of equate god and buddha i think those two boys you know those two boys sat once or twice yeah you know because they're they're teaching you to divulge into yourself to find peace and consciousness and awareness within you and you know what i've learned is like there's greatness in all of us there's a god in all of us right and and it's us as we are him it's getting there we because like we started off with how we grew up and all that false oh, yeah. information that was fed to us right. like and we buried that and, 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 and like yeah. like it didn't it didn't put the flame out but 
No. It was barely, barely. Luckily enough know. that my father wasn't the type of guy. We, we, we were the Irish Catholic. I sat in the back and the three of us. My dad sat in the middle. Me and my brother leaned in and we probably all took a nap. You know what I mean? Yeah. More than anything, it was like, why does mom not have to go? Get, you know? And, hey, and, and as soon as you got the Eucharist, whoosh, oh, yeah. You know, you don't stay for the last prayer. You're gone. No, Ghost. you got to go. You're lucky for me and a daffa. Yeah. You know, you knew if you could cause a ruckus. Like, I mean, and so that was one of the beautiful parts is that I didn't have too much information to go f- go with, you know, but, but I had this, this understanding, like I talked about before, like it says in the book, you know, you come to him with a childlike sense you know, of innocence, you know, and that's how I approach things. It's like, I don't know what I don't know. What's it going to hurt for me to sit and listen? You know, and that's where I, I started practicing my faith. I started bringing that back to the house. I started, you know, being a person, you know, with morals and values, living when, with, 20, uh, to, with 20 dudes who wanted to live like animals. And this I is mean, when you were at the anchor house? Yes, you know, and, yeah. um, but, you know. Was this this was this this time? No, that was 2015. Oh, okay. You know, and. And I was there, and I and I and I, I worked with my counselor, and I was going to stay in the area because where you build your foundation. Yeah, you know. I mean, that worked for me. That's that worked for me. Yep, I yeah, have to and, say that I like that. Yeah, and, and I didn't, you know. And but that's that's the advice that I would give anybody when I go back there to do commitments, you know, mm. with my Monday night group, sink or swim. You know, it's what not. what I would say is the only thing I changed was my address. Yeah, everything else was the same. Because I, I, what I you mean from the program? Yeah, and then from, go, yeah. from the program That's to where I was living, I went to too. the same meetings, hung out with the same yep. people. Exactly. Like, because I, uh, I'm from, I'm from Brockton, yeah. right? And there was absolutely nothing there for me. No one, no, no family, no nothing. <laughs> so why would I, why would I go back there? Oh yeah, you know? no family in Brockton. So I, I, yeah, yeah. I created a foundation here, mm-hmm. and that's where I, you know, that's where I built, and then. Just until recently is when I moved on. You well, know? that was the thing for me. Got in a relationship while you were still in the house. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> day, <laughs> day 366, <laughs> I met her. <laughs> Boom. You know, and that was one of the things that I did is I, I, I left that area and I paid for it. You know, I went mm. back to a situation that I knowingly knew. If I had gone, you know, and everything had to happen, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have the things right. in my life right. today if anything had been different. You know, so I right. had to go through every experience. But, you know, it's like like people say, they were like, oh, dude, I relapsed. I lost it all. No, you didn't. Mm. You did not. No. You had a momentary lapse of judgment. Okay, you reser- you returned to a diseased mind that took you hostage. Because what do we do when we're going through the fire? What do we do when we go through? We go to a familiar place. Right. And and for me. We go to what we know. I isolate. You know, I isolate. I sit in my mind, which is a horrible neighborhood to go in going to alone you know it's like today it's i don't know dude like it's an experience like i cannot tell you how how good it feels to be me you know how how blessed i feel but you couldn't always say that no absolutely not probably not until a year ago or maybe not even no no i can tell you a year ago february 10 2018 dude it was like you know, I, I was sitting in. I was, I was, I was all coked up. I thought I was having a heart attack, and uh, my kids weren't home. But you were good. I, I was good. <laughs> yeah. I, I was partying. You yeah. know, I'm partying by myself. You know, in a house with, you know, a woman that, uh, for lack of better terms, I did not get along with. And uh, I was contemplating where I was going to have my heart attack and die. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, do I do I want to do it in here? Do I do it in the bed? But no, right. it's going to give her the excuse and the you know to to continue the the the, the victim mentality, which is going to be passed on my children, so on and so forth. And then finally, it was like I found a piece that came over me, and it was just like in my own voice. You know, there was no lightning bolt, but in the, my own voice, it was trust me. I carried you this far, son. Trust me. And I just. It was that moment of clarity. It was that moment of clarity, and I can tell you that I have not stepped away from it since. You know, but at first you must have been like, "Dude, I li- listen." That? Who said that? <laughs> I woke this girl up and was like, "Can you videotape this? Because I never want to forget what this feels like." But I haven't. Wow, right. I have. Right, right. And as soon as I said those words, That's dude, like wild. I literally, literally from that. that 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 vibe <laughs> went away. You know, because in and that was the presence of God. That was the Holy Spirit, dude. That dude just grabbed me by the back of the head and was like, "Listen, kid, smarten up. I got you. I've had you this far. Wake up. 
Mm. Wake up. That you was, know? That was what Jimmy, I call a Jimmy spiritual De- ear flick. Exactly. Boom. And I love it when Jimmy DeVoy says it. You know, he says, my sponsor grabs me and he says, Jimmy, wake up. And that's how I felt. I felt like, you know, the dude came right into my room and was like, kid, wake up. Mm-hmm. You, you've got greatness within you. You have me in your heart. You have me in your soul. Like, go out there and be be who I intend you to be. You know, like, I right. remember I'm sitting and I go back to New Hope, right? So I have that experience. I start hitting meetings. And I still had people in the program that was still calling me. And I was being honest with them. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm getting high. I, you know, I, 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 do, I really don't know what to do anymore. Like, my ego didn't even know what to do. Like, my ego was like, dude, we're checking out. You're a mess. You're killing us. We want you alive because we want to torture you, you know? Like, (laughs) I I equate my ego with the devil, you know? Like, I don't see a boogeyman. The only boogeyman I see lies in the back of my mind, you know? And the only Mm. way I can match that is by, you know, giving my will over to the God of my understanding, living a loving, compassionate existence and doing the next right thing and not listening to that little motherfucker in the back of my head that's like, right. nah, dude, just take the easiest, softer way. Yeah. And know? eventually that voice quiets as the other gets louder. Dude, you know what I mean? It's practice. Right. But exactly. Yep. It takes practice. work. It takes work. It takes a lot. You have to feed it a lot. It, it It's funny because like, so I, I, I called, to I called today. Lot. I was joking with Amy. Uh, I said, today's evacuation day. Today was the day that I made the decision that I was going to leave the house that I was living in because I could no longer, I could no, lo- I could no longer <laughs> accept the unacceptable. I could right. no longer accept a life that wasn't mine. I could no longer accept the fact that I knew that there was something in me that that he intended me to do. You know, uh, my commitment to faith gives me my passion for life, which gives me my purpose. And my purpose in, in life is 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 what we're doing here. Like, I mm. literally, like, could sit here and talk to you gentlemen for hours upon hours. Like, I left that house. I moved in with my brother, brother-in-law, calling my brother, loving the death. Jimmy, big shout-out. I love you. Um, is he sober? Oh, yeah, 11 yeah. years sober. You nice. know, and we kind of, the best part is, is that we had this spiritual experience. Like, I, I brought me there, you know, and he calls it God's house. He actually, the house that he lives in is church property. Oh, really? So it was like <laughs> always an ongoing joke. It's like, well, cool. this is God's house, you know. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think he was in his 10th year of sobriety. And uh, we link up. And the next thing you know, dude, we're just skyrocketing. You know, I, I just, he helped me. I helped him. That's like, what I was just going to say. He probably needed you be, as much as you needed him We'd at go that our time. separate yeah. ways, dude. Like, we'd go out. I'd be over here trying new shit. Like, like I'll never forget, like, I started going outside the box. Like, I just couldn't go to the open AA forum because I feel like the message has been diluted. Mm. I feel like that the solution is not being purveyed. Like like I said earlier, experience, strength, and hope. My experience is that I had a spiritual experience that I turned my will and life over to the care of God. Here's what happened. Here's how good it got. My strength comes from him, and my hope is that you find him. Like when you go there, people like experience, strength, and hope. Okay, so I was born in Hanson, Massachusetts, the, f- you know, the son of William and Deborah, you know, and it's like, no, 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 I'm not looking for your life story, you know, I know how to get drunk and high, I'm pretty good at that, you know. Well, I always thought that uh, telling, the, telling the drunk log was to, to uh, uh, was so the newcomer could relate. This is true. To, uh, this to is the true. person up there and see that they, they had changed their life and, and believe that maybe they could could actually change too but um you know i find that a lot of different things work for a lot of different people amen you know what i mean no i mean listen i wouldn't have the first guy i heard 16 years old i'm in a detox i'm over at norcap i come off a huge cocaine binge basically i'm like oh i gotta go hide what mm. what do we do when we need to hide at 16 i went to a detox and i'm sitting in there with these grown-ass 16. people i'm sitting in there with these grown-ass <laughs> people and this guy comes in from Brockton puts on a commitment he's got you know his hair's littered with jerry curl juice you know he's got the pinky ring on he's wearing the flashy leather jacket he's got gold teeth but he's talking about his life on the streets and it wasn't that I could actually at 16 that I could identify with the life that he lived but I could identify with the dirtiness of that life yeah i I could identify with you know like i said like i loved the alamo alamo was home for me you know i loved the the places where people 
looked and felt like I did. Right. And, and we could yeah. we could sit down and have a beer together, both knowing that, you know what, life ain't shit, but we got this. Yeah. Right. And that's what we were accepting for, you know, for our life. True. Um, I remember the first time I identified with somebody was in Plymouth, and uh, it was a woman. In jail. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was a woman. She came from a little town. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and it wasn't. She'd come in on a commitment. Yeah, coming yeah. in on on a on a commitment with um a few other people and like I I had I'm I'm not a program all star. I haven't been to a shit ton of detoxes. I I've the detox I went to is no longer in existence. I went to Catholic <laughs> charities. You know? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I went, I went yeah. there when it was on Main Street and then I went there when it was in the, the VA hospital. Yeah. I then it turned into High Point. Yeah. Um and then my last one was New Man in Plymouth. Mm-hmm. Uh but you play with, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And <laughs> like what I, what I identified with, you know, like I, I the meetings came in when I was in those facilities, but I wasn't there to get sober. No. I was there because I had no hustle. No. I had no money. Yeah. My guy got popped. Whatever, whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, you know, th- I identified with this woman, and it, and it wasn't, you know, the 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 stories. It was the feelings, dude. The feelings, and I like myself. After ten ten months in jail, and then I'm, I'm in treatment, another eight and a half. Like in the beginning of my treatment, I'm thinking I'm going to go back to the girl that I was with. Oh yeah, right. And so mm. my counselor had me tell my story yeah. to him. Yeah, and he wrote down a bunch of stuff and blah blah blah. And then the next day, he told my story back to me and said. Do you think this is a good idea? Yeah. And he made me write a letter. I it took me like two weeks to write the letter. Fear. Yes. <laughs> Big time. And then walking through fear. I had to mail mail the letter. And then I get a, a return letter and, and like the facility that she was in was telling her the exact same thing. Right. Like we yes, we we had a child together. Yeah. Um, but that's all that we had in common. Correct. Mm. The entire twelve year extremely dysfunctional abusive um, emotional mental physical like any, anything you could think of like you know what thinking took? that that was going to be f- repairable you know what it took for you to do that what? courage yeah courage right. is being scared out of your mind and doing the fucking anyway right you know exactly. what i mean and of course the counselor that we all know and love he's on the the shows uh, uh, dan yeah. Owen. He yeah, was there to help you prod you through it. Right. 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 But that's what this takes. That's what it takes to get sober is courage. I mean, of course, you're you're being prodded through it by all the pain and the wreckage and the horror. Right. But it's okay to be afraid. Just walk through it anyway. Right. Do the next right thing. Put your foot one foot in front of the other and, and have try to hold on to some dim belief that it's going to get better because it is. Well, f- fear is... I mean, I can speak for myself, and I'm sure I could speak for the both of you, too, is that fear held me hostage for 38 oh, years. Yeah, right. Exactly. But I never said it was fear. It held me hostage, and, and I would always go around fear. And that's where the mm-hmm. drugs and the booze came in, because I did not want to face life on life's terms. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. And boom, now, now boom. it's like the breakthrough come, <laughs> like the biggest bake, breakthroughs come through the battle. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I find out that my blessings are, are, are having to deal. Like, uh, shout out to Rabbi Jenny. I don't know if y'all listen to her. I know DQ can probably post up some stuff. But, uh, yeah, you know, she's, you a, tag her in she's this too. a beast, dude. She talks about it all the time. She talks about, you know, things come into your life to expand you. You know, so when I see something mm. coming in that I feel uncomfortable, like, that's and where that's, step that's, 11 comes in. Prayer, sought through prayer and meditation, okay? So I sought through prayer and meditation, you know, how I should interpret it, you know, interpretate this, how to handle it. And the blessing is, is that I didn't do it like I used to do it. Or I did it and, you know what, it didn't consume me. Right. And But that's the thing, those, those lessons come not the way that we think they're no. going to or how we think they're supposed to. No. It's it's in the struggle. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's through pain. It's yep. through... Listen, I, oh. I, I, I've come to love and learn to love the struggle because I'm amazed by what might come up next, yep. what mm. he's got in store for me. Like when I see it's the next stuff. hurdle, the next battle, it's like, okay, what do we need to do? Oh, shit. You know, 
be still and know that I am not God. You know right? what I mean? <laughs> Just be still and be about your business. Take on the day with the same vigor, you know, the, the not that average, you know, that average type. Like, get at it. Like, you don't know. Like, I love this song by Lecrae, If I Die Tonight. Like, you don't know if today's your last day. Right. Like, you yeah. don't know if this may or may not be the last time I ever speak with you guys. So I need to lay it on the table. I need to be vulnerable, open, honest. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, there are no shackles on this kid anymore. Like, there is nothing holding me back from being my true self. Like, I, I've been doing a lot of, uh, like, spiritual enrichment stuff. Like, I listened to this dude, Richard Raw. He's a beast. I think I, I sent over to you. He put out this book called Breathing Underwater. It takes, you know, um, you know the spirituality, the spiritual te- teachings of Jesus and the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, and when you, when you take those two things and you put them together, man, like, this this whole thing is divine. Like, oh, absolutely. We, we are so Yeah, I believe blessed. it's divinely inspired, the 12 oh, steps. Oh, man. And Bill W's a beast that. because he worded it and put the verbiage just right because he knew you we were coming in a little foggy. Yep. You know what I mean? Didn't he? And, he used to do a... Like what do they call that when they, when they when you write and you try to channel channel stuff through writing? Like, uh, remote viewing, but dude, I, I do that in my vehicle every day. You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, like the power of energy. You know the universe. You know, like uh, it's funny because like uh, listen to this guy Richard Roy. He's like Jesus's last name was not Christ. Christ was all things. You know, there was Jesus and then the Christ. So, like, the universe, you know, so if you want to misplace that because that's not your thing, just think of the universe is all things. When you send your energy out to the universe, if you're sending positive energy, positive shit's going to happen in your life. If if you're throwing out negative energy, that boomerang's going to come back and it's going to hit you square in the eye, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. What you put out there, you get back. Absolutely. You know, people don't realize that. If you're always running around negative and miserable, that's going to be your yep. life. Well, that's I, think, be your I life. think that uh, that one of the biggest tools that I've worked on in these recent years is just to, to, uh, just to try to be um, humble and relate to other people in such a way that, like, I am human mm. and they are human. Exactly. They're experiencing this physical world like i am and 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 i make mistakes and they make mistakes and just love them for that right love them for the fact that they're human everybody you stand there in line at a store or whatever and you can go down the line and there's somebody there's all these different types of people and, and they're all like you yeah you know yeah and if you can sit there and just ima- just just feel try to feel that uh sameness yeah. and feel the love for them even though you don't know them you know that they're going through the same type of right. shit you right. know yeah, the, right. the world offers and uh it's such a beautiful I I love when I can tune in like that and I can't yeah. always do it because you know you get so busy and you get your head wrapped around the, your thought process all yeah, the time running around and, and you don't take time man my thoughts can Fuck my day up real, yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. real quick. Real quick. Real quick. You're always living you know? in the past you know, or living in the future. Or... You know, when you got to live in the present moment, like, and that's yeah. one of the things that I've learned. Richard Rohr talks about it a lot is the dualistic thinking. It's all or nothing. And when I'm active, it's all or nothing. You know, it's either you see the world my way or we're not cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like, that oneness, that, that right. like, you know, I even equate, like, you saw the, whether it's NAAA, you know, you, you, you're you going to church and the fellowship and bringing people together, the oneness. Like, mm. like yep. I've been on this thing, like, the, like, so the dualistic mind is that, you know, you either see it, it's, it's my way or the highway, you know? Right. So it's right. like, I've been practicing, like, th- this mantra, like, I need to be nod- non-judgmental. Like, this non-judgmental thing, thing yeah. like that, you know, to understand that, like, just because I am where I am as far as my personal growth, that other people might not be there, but I remember when. Right. So I have to stop right. and use that That's pause. right. That's and exactly I ha- right. You have, to, you have to look through things. Like, it's it's a dog-eat-dog world, and I had to do what I had to survive, Right. but now I'm alive. So, like, now that I'm alive, like, I got to take other things into account. Like, I need to, like you said, like, I love being in a room full of people and just thinking about the energy that's come, this force field. Like, like the but before there was anything, there was energy, and there still is, mm. you know, and, and you can feel, like, I, I when I enter a room now, like, I, I don't have to hang with everybody. 
You know what right. I mean? Like if if you you are who you are, it's like, hey, how you doing? I hope you're well, and I keep it moving. When I find people who have the same energy as I do, I latch on to them. Like, I, I love Les Brown. Les Brown talks about only quality people. And he says, if you're the smartest person in your clique, you need to find new friends. <laughs> yeah, because right. now you're the great I am. You know, you put mm-hmm. yourself in a position yeah. of power, and you should never feel that. You should always feel the oneness. Right. Like, the, the crew and the clique that I'm rolling with, it's like, it's that oneness. Like, uh, you know, I love... You know, I I got these two cats at any point in time in the day I can call, and it's like we're already configured. Like I could not talk to these dudes for two weeks or two days, and it's like we pick up on the wavelength. We, right, we're right. right in stream. When see, yeah, see, I think I think like this: like if somebody is going through this really negative thought process with me or around me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that they're, they're spewing negativity and. They're cramped up in the mm-hmm. spiritual way. They're, they're they're having a hard time. You know what I mean? And I've been there. I've been that person who's been really negative before. And yep. I'm like, you know, to me, it's like, sorry, you're going through that, brother. You know, I'm not going to take on your energy and be right. there with you. But it's like, I still love you. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? And and can I help in any way? You that's know? Right. <clears throat> you know, that's the thing. It's like just love dude like love is my religion that's my religion bro <laughs> like i nice. just i love life you know i i got this fantastic woman sitting out there she's the lover of my life you know she's like th- this union is a holy union you know like when the, oh i get is, it because i got one out there too dude it's not one of those things <laughs> where it's like you know to be in a relationship it's like when i got sober well when i found recovery the only relationship that I desired was an intimate relationship with the God of my understanding, and I found that. And in that, mm. I found my best friend. And in that, then then I, I found someone who matched that in a partnership, someone who, like, like I'm amazed sometimes when I when like when I'm flustered, which I don't get flustered too often nowadays. But it's like she's right there to pick it up, and I'm like, Are you kidding me? Like, how lucky <laughs> can I be? You know, oh, exactly, dude. I know compliments. compliments. Yeah, that's oh, beautiful. yeah, and it's just like I, I like I, I love to indulge, absolutely indulge. Like I chase grace, like I like I chase drugs. You mm. know, like I oh, chase awesome. booze. It's 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 my new thing. You know, and um, unmerited know. gifts. Oh man, yeah. and it's unbelievable. And I and I can find a message in anything. I can find a message in anything. And, you know, like, you are what you eat. I fill myself with, like, the Les Browns, the ETs, Bishop Jakes, yeah, Stephen Furtick, you know, like, um, Billy Allsbrook. Billy yep. You know, <clears throat> and one of the things that Les Brown says, and, and, and he's probably ultimately the one that I love the most because he reminds me a lot of Martin Luther King, his vibe, what, what he talks about. And, you know, he says, like, to set your day up, the first 20 minutes of your day, the most important, most important. Like, that should be prayer, meditation, whatever. Like, I use music. You know, um, music lights my mm. path for the day. Uh, like, sets the scene. Yeah, You definitely. know, don't talk to me until after there's been a cup of coffee and a couple smokes. And then it's like, let's get to business. <laughs> let's get the vibe going. And then right after that, I indulge, I indulge, I indulge, you know. Um, no, it's just. I, I wish I could say the first twenty minutes of my day was like that. Well, dude, that's the, just the first twenty I can remember. It usually entails me rolling over the bed, having a cigarette, drinking cold coffee until the caffeine kicks in, and then it's it's all smiles and love from there. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, yeah. I, I would like to uh, work on my morning routine as well. I usually wake up and 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 drink a coffee. Yeah, that's what I do. I sit down and drink a coffee, mm, black coffee. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, I know that there's a lot of people who talk about the morning routine. Mm-hmm. Tony Robbins, he jumps in the cold, freezing cold water. <laughs> Dude, he's <crazy. laughs> first thing in the morning. That sounds good, you know, but uh, <clears throat> sounds crappy too. But. No, it's like <laughs> sounds it's like just, wake you up. It's one of those things where it's know. like in today's day and age. Like, listen, you could find a meeting anytime, anywhere, any day. You know, absolutely. And, and it's like. Um, you know, it's just like this, like we have so many ways and avenues to continue to, to, to feed our souls. Yeah, if you, can't, if, you, if you can't find a meeting on any given day, you exactly. could always go to 
lolterms.com. And get listen it. to one. And subscribe to the <clears> Life <throat> on Life Terms podcast. It's funny because I listened to a few, and then I was going back through the catalog, and I seen so many beautiful people on right? there. Mm. I seen my buddy Phil. I seen Rosario was here. Yep. I seen DQ. You know, Larissa was just in. Yep. You, know, those, you know, these are all... All people spreading a message of hope. All people walking, you know. Well, I think faith. I think definitely you're one of them. Just from this comment right here from Casey. Oh, don't make me cry. Don't tell me she's on here. Yep. Oh, I love that girl. You know, I got seven beautiful children, and um, mm. you know she's oh. my oldest, and um, I love her to death. You know, um, you know it's one of those things where in life, you know, you you truly understand that, like you're not always placed in certain people's lives for a certain reason and you find out you might have been placed in somebody else's you know in in a di direct way you know and uh you know we share so much in common and she's such a beautiful girl you know inside and out and uh uh i just love it to death you know it's like i was telling you the other night it's like i just i just take in kids i, just, I, I, was, <laughs> I, just, I was just meant to be a dad you right. know and <laughs> it's not just being a dad it's like being you know like i tell my father all the time it's like i can have meaningful conversations with my old man and uh, he's getting up there in age and you know i'm like the things that you you probably look back on and you regret i'm like i thank you for that right because i learn from what you think you know what what you know your downfalls like i learned from those things and those are the blessings yes. that i get to partake in today you know um yeah she's a special one i love her you know um so we've talked like a lot about solution man that's yeah that's it's been a good one that's it's great it's been a very good one solution, yeah. solution, uh, solution, but we solution. have we've gone we've gone just about an hour too yeah I could go for another hour. I know, right? A cup of black coffee. I'd be I here know. all night. If, if, uh, <laughs> hey, hopefully someday we can get to that point. You know, right. I, I'd, I'd love to be like Joe Rogan and rip off like three, four hours. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm. Absolutely. But you know that takes sponsors and that takes, uh, you know, all yeah. kinds of stuff. Put yeah. it out to the universe. Yeah. So hey, just, it, it's in the works. Yes. We're going, there's we're definitely go there's definitely a, 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 a an end game to this. A plan. Know? Yeah. Well, you know? that's the thing is that it's uh, we we just we just need to advocate for one another. We need to speak up for one another, and that doesn't like that means just being unashamed, unashamed mm -hmm. of, of your true self, who you are, who you want to be, what you want to become. Because the only person stopping you is you. Absolutely, you know. And and if we you know can set an example, or I speak for myself. If I can set an example for a person, if you knew me in the past and you see me now. Like, that's right. Like that's, that's what it's all about. That's brother. what it's all about, dude. It's like, and mm. and for me, it's just not even like uh, there. There is no race to me. We're all humans. Human race is the only race. We all bleed the same blood. You know, absolutely. There, you know, uh, and and it's like we all. It's it, it's taking it outside of this from like, and that's what I think the bigger thing is is that like this is the divinity of the whole thing. Is that this wasn't this is meant to be us in, in 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 a nutshell but we all need to be one you right. know because mm. there's always like this this naaa you know nice. like church like uh, and and the division the division of of humanity is ridiculous right like oh, you know republican was, democrat this that the, no, the, no, no, no. the lesson in uh in church the other day um i go to um church over here in quincy um it was it was basically about racism. Yeah. And but the past Aaron he's great. Like he broke it down. Like we all come from the same thing. Right. You know? Yeah. And 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 like originally we came from Adam and right. that got that got screwed up. So then Listen, you like, know, you take it. Jesus came and dude, Jesus all right, we got to straighten this out. <laughs> right, the dudes out there yeah. like, "Hey, listen to me. Mm. I got the secrets to the universe." And and people hated him for it right. because people lose control when people become vulnerable. So like when you teach people to become vulnerable, people are going to hate you for that because they're going to see something in you that they cannot. They feel as though they cannot get themselves. Like right. like 
I've had so many misconceptions in my life. Like we talked about that proverbial box that's dropped off when you're born. Right. Like, all right, you're a white Irish, you know, Irish Catholic kid from Hanson. You're going to act appropriately. So anything outside of this, this is how you're going to feel. That's how you're going to feel about it. Nah, mm. dude. But there's so much to be learned in that vulnerability. Amen. Dude, that's the first step. Yep. Vulnerability and honesty. If you mm. cannot be honest with yourself, who can you truly be honest with? You yeah. know what I mean? Like I learned that. And oh, it's that, a process trying to be it's, honest. Dude, with it's yourself. such a process, but that's yeah. where the self discovery comes in. Yeah. When you mm. start telling yourself the truth, you're like, Oh shit, what was I trying <laughs> what was I thinking? Right. Yeah. You know, and, and the beautiful part is like I got people in my life I can call and and let in to that little land and they go, I get it. Yeah. I mm. get it, dude. Yeah. You know? Like I it's it's amazing, man. This we we might have to have a part three. The, yeah, yeah. The trilogy, <laughs> yes. The trilogy, yes. the trinity. I'm humbled, dude. I was humbled for the opportunity to come in. Yeah, and, and, well, you know, thank you very much for coming, brother. Yeah, we apologize we for the other night. We had some technical difficulties. Yeah, so. and then it dude, was so late good. that uh, you know the the uh, the um, event that was going on uh, was just yeah. No, but the cool. thing is, we have that audio. That right. went through the computer. You just can't watch it. Yeah. yeah. But we can release what we spoke yeah, of. Yeah, we'll release the, we'll you know? release the, uh, yeah, the audio. Little, hey, listen, it's a, once again, it's God's plan. It was yeah, like cut short, it. got to see Ty perform. Yes. You know, it. Ty Hunt, shout out. You know what I mean? He was great. You know, my yeah. little man was bouncing around in the back. Oh, he was a riot. When he had the shades on, that was. Oh, uh, yeah, he's a <laughs> that was, Yeah, he's a stud, That's the stuff. No, that's what it's see, about. See, that's another thing. If we were sitting there, I never would have had the opportunity. So it's like you always see the blessing in everything. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yes. every moment in time is, uh, you know, you can either make, you got to live with every decision. So why not make the right one? And, and even if you don't, it's all right. What's the lesson? And what am I going to exactly. do next time? You're either going to win or you're exactly. going to learn. Experience is everything. All right. All right, brother. Well, thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in. And, yes. Uh, please subscribe Subscribe to the audio podcast. Oh, and, for um, fuck's sake. LOLterms.com. LOL you can terms. subscribe to Apple, to Android, to Google, whatever you want. You can have it sent to you by email. Um, yeah. There's tons of ways that you can get this, and we'd appreciate it if you – you know, share this and subscribe, and, and they're uh, all good. Yeah, Absolutely. we're just trying to we're just trying to make this grow. And once again, if anybody is interested in in sharing their experience, strength, and hope, please let us know. Message us. Um, the more, the merrier. You know what I mean. Oh, keep doing what you guys are doing, man. Spreading awareness. Amen. All right. All right. Peace. Peace.